Hello and welcome to another episode of Remember When with Diamond Doherty, a podcast where I, Diamond Doherty, ask my guests to remember when something happened in pop culture history that's had some sort of effect on them. Um, you can buy tickets to see my latest show, The Hen Do, which is a sequel to Bridesmaids of Northern Ireland. Now, you can buy them now. <laughs> <laughs> on the Grand Opera House website. I've also just learned that loads of the tour venues are also on sale, like Coleraine and Derry, the Money Informed, and a few other places. They've just not made much of a song and dance about it, which I don't know if it's quiet confidence or they don't give a shit. But either way, you can probably find tickets to a venue near you. Not if you live, not if you don't live in the north, because it won't be near you. Um, but anyway, there's a link somewhere here on the internet. Grand Opera House, the Hendy. If you type in the Hendy into the internet, lots of other things come up. So you're gonna have to type in my name as well. And even then, you might just get photographs of my actual Hendy. So you might have to look a bit, dig deep, guys. Find the show, buy early, buy often, buy repeat. If you keep going back, <laughs> it gets funnier. Uh, I'm joined today. By two very special guests, um, both with a very special pl- place in my heart <laughs> and in my history. <laughs> um, we have Paul Nugent and Rosie McClellan. Hey. Hello. How are you? Good, how are you? We're I'm, good. I'm, I'm fab, yeah. Thank, yeah. Thanks for we coming on. We thought a wee tangent there, but you got there in the end. I mean, <laughs> that's just... We always get there in the end. Do you learn those words before you start the podcast? The ones I just don't? Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you see me act better than that, Rosie? Don't say you haven't, because that's so <laughs> She's like, no, that is, that's the height no. of acting we're going to get. In fairness, where did you go for your hand, eh? So when they Google it, is the photos going to be nice? I went to the Malmaison in oh, Belfast, because I'm low-key. Right. Oh, Diona, that's a bit of shit. A little bit tacky, Diona. Hey, from Craig Avon. Oh, hold on. What a Fucking, what an attack. Tacky and what'd you say? Shit. <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. I, yeah, so who the fuck am I to be writing about a hen? <laughs> <laughs> like you can at least win the Benadorm or Magaluf or Margate. Oh, Margate for the weekend. <laughs> who's went, oh, you said going. I thought she was going to say, who's Margate? No. <laughs> Do you know why I went there? I am one of them people who, I, so I don't like to put people out. <laughs> I don't want it to be that expensive for people to come to your hand too because it just gives people another excuse not to want to spend time with you <laughs> Benidorm would have been cheaper than Belfast Chink so Aye. have you been to Benidorm? no <gasps> no have you? yes I love it oh I love it too it sounds shit oh no oh no it's oh, no, brilliant. No, it's, brilliant. it's really good it's brilliant what's the big selling point? It's just Brits abroad, sticky isn't it? Vicky. Sticky Vicky. Sticky um, Vicky. Have you? No, Sticky yes. Vicky's probably dead now. How do you use both yeah. of those Sticky Vicky? Because she's in Benidorm. Do you not know who Sticky Vicky From is? a TV show? No. no. From Benidorm. She pulls like lampshades and all out of her wee now. Yes. Yes. And she puts the light bulb up there and it lights Literally. up. But she's retired. And no. You, no. <laughs> no, seriously. She's retired and guess who's took on? Her, her, her daughter. daughter. But now her, when I... Slippy. Slippy. Slippy 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 The year she that I went, her. she yeah. was um, the opening act for a man. And like it's in a tiny bar. So Sticky Vicky. The literal opening act for a man. Yeah, she was the opening act for a man. So Sticky Vicky is obviously like a big drag queen out in... No, she's a female woman. She's like 78 and she pulls... You're telling me a female woman called herself Sticky Vicky? Yes. <laughs> and pull stuff out of her like, I'm like stuff the size and stuff like a ladder and all and it has to be a trick like, but she's learned her daughter <laughs> I think it has a trick <laughs> she has learned her own daughter how yes. to do this 
Because I remember sitting there, even at my age, being absolutely hammered. And Jordan, she's 78 years old. I'm nearly there. But looking at her going, her daughter's open there. You're watching your map, pull stuff out of her ninny. I would buy that. love to see the teaching process for that. <laughs> She's like, but, squeeze a bit harder. The lateral, the lateral collapse. <laughs> I can't believe you haven't heard of her. Me and no. Julie McCann went and um, I, it was back in the day when I was like, I have no money. We're not going anywhere. I said I would go anywhere but Benidorm and Magaluf and went into the state agents or the state agents to buy a house. <laughs> the travel agents who she knew. And they were like... Um, Lesson for your money, the only place you can go is Benidorm next Tuesday. And Julie was like, put your fucking money down, put your fucking money down. Ended up in Benidorm. People were going, make sure you find Sticky Vicky. It took us like three nights to find her. No, you weren't looking for Sticky Vicky. Yeah, of course she did. You have to. Is that you not intrigued? And Roy Chubby Brown I'm intrigued, a woman who can turn a light bulb on your dude. Yes. Bing, like, and it's all on She got a remote. Like my Amazon ones. Just <laughs> plugged under anything. It's, it's so weird. Like it's so. And do you know the way you're not supposed to swallow batteries or anything like that. I was like, yeah. she's obviously got a battery up her dit. Like that light. The production factor up. and everything's incredible. Yeah, it is. Like it really is so good. Like the timing and all with the music. It sounds great. <laughs> it is. So what it. is she? So hold on. So listen, you're going to her. I I need to know more, Sticky Vicky. So you go to Sticky Vicky's show. Yes. Yeah. She's the headline, the headline act. Yeah. I, and she's just pitting things on another dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> and is there, does it develop and anything? Is there like, what's the end game? No, there's good music. Like, there's good, but like, so, like, <laughs> uh, like her cues and stuff are great. Fucking Kanye West How could you get bored watching somebody pulls on either dude? I fell into a burning ring of fire. <laughs> no, it is great. Like, she pulls out, what do you call those things you pop round? Oh, Bunton, yes. Jolene Bunton, my everything. The tampon, instant crush. She's like, he's like a Bunton. No, it's incredible. But in fairness, Benidorm's like walking down the shankle though. It is. It is. It is. Lots of Ducky Vickies. Yeah. Aye, but only you have to find the original. Yeah. She's totally worth it. Like, swear, and she's like seventy-eight, and her daughter's like forty-nine or something. So Sticky Vicky wasn't at my handy anyway. No. Oh, no, hold on, hold on, shut up. The daughter she has taught is yeah. 49. Yeah. Why do I think she was like 20? 20. <laughs> she, well, she probably she was, was 20 old. at one stage. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of course she was at one stage, <laughs> like, in fairness. <laughs> Fuck me. But when her daughter did the opening, she was all acrobatics and stuff. Yeah, the she, year was that I was there. she was more of a She was more, she had her noonie covered up. Her daughter? Aye. She couldn't bend the gun now. Not no. 49. Oh, no. Well. oh no, she can't. Well, she can. I was there five years ago, so she was about forty-four. I'm a sticky Vicky there Fucking still. Your still there five years ago. <laughs> no, as the first time I seen sticky Vicky was like seven years ago. I, yeah, I was about five, God, about fourteen years ago. We seen her. I, I, and then I you have to go look for Roy so Chubby Brown as well. Well, he's not there. Apparently he is. Well, I had one crying to me at the side of the street. He was convinced he was totally him. No, a guy was crying to you. He convinced himself he was Roy Chubby Brown. <laughs> and, and his career went down. And then nobody would pay attention anymore. He's stuck in the is full of tribute acts, though. It is, like, so that's why you couldn't tell. It's like fucking smoke and mirrors. You're like, who's the real Roy Chubby Brown? See, as much as you think you have sold Benidorm to me, that's, <laughs> that's now the last place I want to go. <laughs> the very last place I want to oh, go. Oh, do you have to? Do you know what Sean did for his stag do? We let our hen do and stag do in the exact same night so that there would be less likelihood of cheating. No, we're doing <laughs> no. we had on the same night and Sean went to Rathlin Island. Stayed in it. It's like see that's a wee bit. Better. I want to say Loch It's like Rathen Island. It's not like castle somewhere around there. Is that place that if there's a storm and stuff you can't get back off the island? No, there's a boat. 
There's a boat. Because it's an island. Right. It's a, there's, like, there's like a hundred people live on it or something. But it's, all it has on it is like a post office, a B&B and a bar. Sean went there with like a handful of people. They stayed in a hostel, paid like £14 each for the hostel. And then they just like drank in their room in the hostel. And did you send him there so he I wouldn't cheat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this club is there's only a hundred people there. And some sheep. Yeah. Some sheep. Oh, and the puffins. Sheep. They're known for the puffins. They What's the puffins? puffins? In Rathalan Island, eh? They have the whole puffin tour where you take the kids and stuff and there's a certain time of year you see loads of puffins. What's a puffin? A bird. The boat. I'm not puffing any bird. <laughs> Do you know what puff? Do you know the what do you call them publisher? <laughs> do you know the book publisher puffin? No. Puffin the puffin books that you got. I don't read. You remember in school with the wee puffins on it? No. They look like fluffy penguins. They're colourful. When yeah. they colour them in in the book, anyway. I don't know what a fucking puffin is. <laughs> right. Well, anyway, I didn't know somebody they get a puffin for Paul. I didn't know they. <laughs> were that would have been a good name for you if you had no did Pauletta Stiletta. Puffin. puffin Paul. <laughs> That's what they called me in school. <laughs> so yes. So Paul Adestaletta yeah. is your stage name. Well, it's now Adestaletta because yeah. when I'm on stage, people call me Paul when I'm in drag. Oh, because it's short for Pauletta? No, they just But I know what's your name. Like, so I do all these different characters and no matter which character I'm doing, they still call me Paul. While I, like, so I was doing Celine Dion. Do you know what you should do? Well, Get better at the characters. Not <laughs> Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> you do, but you do loads of characters now. Yeah. Yeah. So I do one like the big girl, I do Sadie the Belfast Man, I do... Brittany Coderall and Marie and the dragon stuff, yeah. Yeah, loads of them. And the, the one of the most popular ones at the moment is the Belfast Ma. Yes. City Divine. Yeah, yeah. And you two are doing a show soon. Yes, yes. we are. <laughs> we are doing the Belfast Ma, the Tenerife too. So I'm sitting, she's my younger sister, Teresa. Where did you draw your inspiration from? Well, it was written by Tom and Thomas. It was based on no, Narima. No, it was the Tenerife too. Well, I'm saying... Because of the project. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was the trip to Benidorm. <laughs> Yeah. It's a trip to Benidorm, even though we never each other. But no, yeah, it's based on like the Peru too. Yeah. No, be, lightly based on that. Mm-hmm. Like the imagery and stuff for yeah, it was yeah, based yeah. on that. Was, um, but no, it's completely different though. Like, well, do you know the story about the Peru too? Oh, why? Jesus, what, where's what she fucking been living under a puffin in Rathlin Island? <laughs> <laughs> no, she was a Manador. But no, yes, it's great. It's really But they're really not doing the A class drugs. That's the no, difference. They're doing a fag run. Which fag. is also sort of yeah. <laughs> sounds like something else, but it's like Yeah. Yeah, it's no it's great crack. And really you started rehearsals for it. We yeah. have. Did you just know each other before this? No. Well did you just not? No. no. I just met her in the audition. Where um <laughs> so the audition period because it was I must have missed that email. <laughs> but that audition. You're too busy, Diona. No. Freeze a bird. <laughs> Freeze a Freeze puffin. puffin. <laughs> no, so like, I'd never, like, because I'm not an actor, so the Belfast Mab was my first acting gig and it was a one-moment show for the first three shows. Yeah. So the audition period was like new to me. So when they were all coming in audition and Sadie's the dominant character and Trees is the pushover. So Teresa is the sister of yes. Sadie Devine, the Belfast Ma. Yeah. The Belfast auntie. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's like... Aye, I've got a son She's got well. a son, even though she doesn't look after No, him. the way it works if you have a son, you're not his auntie. You got that wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, you'd be his ma. You'd be the other Belfast Ma. Oh yeah, I'm the other Belfast Ma. We'll do a family <laughs> tree after this. Well, no, you want to hear our family tree, it's so traumatic. <laughs> Oh, the character's family tree? Yeah. What were you going to say about the audition? Oh, the audition Oh, yeah, she was a compliment. She was supposed to be the pushover, but she took it upon herself to get violent and slap me. So it just... I oh, was like, like in a wee improv? 
No, not that I'm proud of all the script. <laughs> so I'm shouting at her. She literally just went like that. Shut up! And slapped me. Oh. And Tom was like, yeah, you've got the part. <laughs> <laughs> you're that dark hair. Yeah, you are the one. Yeah. I knew it would come in handy someday. The <laughs> Did you see anyone else auditioning for it, was it? No, oh. I didn't. I Did you not see anybody coming no, in or out? No, I didn't see right? anybody no. coming in or out. You should, you should tell her. You should tell us all. Tell her who you auditioned. Yes, oh, no, yeah. don't. I'm going to don't. I get so Right, cool. so. <laughs> Do you know what it is? I love being like, whenever I'm up for a part, I love knowing, not yeah. when I get it and other people didn't because that's like yes, massively... <laughs> Egotistical, but I don't know. But you do. Whenever I don't get something, I'd be obsessed. Well, I got it. Like, like, I know. You love. And you're trying to compare the differences between you two, and you're going, "Oh, she got it because she's got blonde hair, and I've got brown hair." Yeah, yeah. Obviously, what the difference yeah. was. And the casting directors all, "No, no, no, they were better actors." <laughs> you were going, you all, but it's but the, the blonde hair, it's isn't blonde, it? Like, yeah, but they're better. You're like, yeah, <laughs> the, the, the blonde hair. <laughs> Fuck up. She's a year younger than me. I had totally no scruples. <laughs> yeah. You just said you have a big birthday coming up this week. <laughs> Don't even do only tomorrow. Yeah. 40. I think 40, you're, I think you're living your best life right now, Rosie. My goodness, I know. I'm, I've been crying for the last six months, but I'll get over it. Are you genuinely like, genuinely like for the last six well, months, yeah. I've been having anxiety going, I'm definitely having a midlife crisis. Would it help you if I said I thought you were 40 long ago? <laughs> <laughs> or just... That you look thirty four or something. Yeah, she takes you know, the other straight. I would quite happily stay thirty nine for forever. But what? It's just. Do you know what that is there? I know it's just a number, but you just go. <sighs> go and leave it there because I have no other system. information. <laughs> no, yeah. but you, you know you're obviously like made. I don't know any guys who are like I'm turning forty when I cry amazing. I because men get better as they Sad. get older. Well, that's what we all tell them. No, they do. They get more handsome. They get sexier. Women lose their skin tone. That's their elasticity. Per- Men lose fucked. their skin tone. Aye, but, but it's our perception. Class. Do you know what's so annoying? Like, because like, so me and Sean were <clears throat> in the sleeves on the other day and Sean was, we were walking down to the spa with Winter and she's only like nine town. She had a wee white move on or we like flip flops oh, and God, she, we were going down to the spa dead cute, right? But I was like walking behind Sean because... I'm like massive and pregnant and I was like just behind him but he was like walking on with her holding her hand and the amount of women that I seen been all that's so cute like him walking with her holding her hand do you see if Sean was walking behind us and it was me with a seven month pregnant belly holding a toddler's hand panting and sweating walking into the spa a guy would be like what a loser like and the woman would be going why the fuck's she here that child should be in bed that child should be in bed or in school or do you know just like you're like it's half five and she's two (laughs) but like do you know what I mean like it's a completely different approach like people are like oh god oh look at what a ride doing it for his child oh god (laughs) you know he's a fucking great dad look at him paying attention to his child me like single man probably (laughs) in fairness that's what they assume yeah you wouldn't let it happen you'd be like fucking looking at Piss off. Yeah. I'm just around belly bouncing everybody. <laughs> but it's just a minute. It's so cruel. It is so what cruel. cruel, cruel world. I know. But anyway, 40 is fuck all. It's not even halfway. You can say that because you're not 40. I know. what It's ages away from me. <laughs> I know. Hateful <laughs> her. I think you look brilliant though. She's but you're saying like, that cousin for it. Nobody told me you were for I know you look brilliant for 40. <laughs> <laughs> Really good for 40. I, really, I was really shocked when you told me the other day. I, you I agree. Um, you're in Romeo and Juliet at the moment, the lyric. Yes, I am. 
Like How'd you manage to convince someone to pigeon that? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> How'd you manage to convince them? I was good at the acting for Did that you one. do the audition, I for, did that audition well. for that as well? I must have been another email I lost. <laughs> she told me she walked in and was like, I already know this, you should just give me it. Yeah. Did you? I put that was No, joking. We had done, there were self-tape rounds and then there was the in-person rounds and stuff and uh, me and Patty Buchanan were um, reading together for the recall. And they were running about 20 minutes behind. So by the time that we went down to the room, we were like, we've already done it. We think we're class. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Oh, so you and Patty were paired from the beginning. Yes, oh, that I, works out well. We were. Your yes. husband and wife in it. Yes, yes, we are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, they just, you just look great together. It's, I mean, the costumes, everything are class. You should both ditch. Your partner? I said this too. Your kids? He is lovely looking though, isn't he? Well, Paddy was in dreaming. my Christmas show, Home Alone, and he yes. was my partner in Soft Border Patrol. Yes, he was. But nobody ever married me off with him yet. So Rosie walks great. in. You used to be great together. You were brilliant together in Soft Border Patrol. I know, but then I got married to John. You did indeed. And then he got married to Cara. And then, yeah. Was he married to love story. married He's got a wee, nice wee boy's same age as Winter, isn't he? He's like a year older, but no, also... No, was two, two and a half. Winter's not even two yet. All right. So okay. that's how things work. That's how age works. <laughs> it's mad how you, it's you mad how you forget. You start turning 40. <laughs> you forget about how age works. Does it go backwards? <laughs> um, yes, do you know what? He actually, so Paddy Buchanan, for anyone who doesn't know, always uh, another actor. He was my partner in Soft Border Patrol. He saved my life when Winter was born. He mm-hmm. sent me loads of help about uh, trying to get your child to sleep. Because she didn't sleep. Oh, really? And I was banging my head against the wall. And he really helped me out. And I have passed that information on to everyone I know since. People who don't even have kids. <laughs> Someday you'll need this information. Fun you've facts. Got a dog, the you're trying to yeah. get them to sleep. It's just drugs. It's just <laughs> drugs, man. Calpol. How that. much Calpol can I give this child? Yeah. You're not worried about having to do it all again? Terrified. <laughs> no, I'm not. Because I think once you've done the first one, the culture shock is over that you're, you've already... Do you know it's not? I have two, no, and it's Rosie. not. Shh. No, you do one, you think, oh, I'm totally nailed it, and then the next one comes along, and you're like, no, nah, I'm <gasps> nailed nothing. Well, see, I don't think I nailed it, so that's all right. <laughs> I'm still very much in doubt. <laughs> no, this one will be shit. This one won't sleep for you. The years. first one didn't either. This I, this cannot be... This this baby <laughs> cannot be any worse. It no. will be. Don't worry. They always say, so that, hard say that about the second one. Like if I had to have my second first, there's no fucking way. No, but I'm was your of... was your did your first not sleep? No. And your second didn't sleep as no. well. No, you're supposed to have one no, of those. But didn't I didn't See, have any sleep. Who's laughing now? I mean, Ford's ten now, and he goes to sleep Aye. after ten years. <laughs> See, Winter's a great sleeper now because I did the sleep training stuff, which I know See, I couldn't do the sleep training thing. And it's not that I'm against it. I had friends that have done it, and literally, Elaine, um, one of my mummy friends, used to walk around smug as fuck, being like, "My three boys are all asleep," and I'm like, "You're sleeping with earplugs in. You're not even yeah. fucking listening to them." But the three of them are class sleepers, and I was like, "I'm the obviously well, the dickhead that kept lifting her up every two seconds." Winter was a brutal sleeper. Didn't sleep. Didn't sleep. Didn't sleep during the day at all, and then at nighttime she did slept a bit, but barely, like awake every hour till she was like, say, it was like this stage was like six months old. And do you know what, Jane Weisner? who has two wee kids, was on the podcast there recently, and I could tell she was knackered that day, and Sean literally whispered in my ear, go do your magic, because I tell everyone about like all the sleep trends and stuff like that, because I, I spent all my time so sleep deprived, yes. reading about sleep, because I was like, I need to get this sleep back, because I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. But do you have to like not, uh, like when they cry, you just ignore them? 
No, that's yeah, a terrible if, way to put it. I don't mean to say that do, because I think... You have to give them the opportunity to learn how to fall asleep. Yeah. So basically, when a child, up until they're four to five months, they... None of this is funny, by the way, but it's just it's interesting. <laughs> um, up until four or five months, they have a different sleep cycle than the rest of us. So they stay in deep sleep all the time. That's why newborn babies can sleep in the middle of a fucking earthquake or, yeah. you know, in the middle of a whatever... Bad choice of words at the minute, but you know what I mean? Like, they can sleep anywhere. <laughs> I know. Just like in the middle of their dad's snoring. But, like, uh, when, when they hit four or five months old, their sleep cycles become akin to adults. So, therefore, they go into, like, light state of sleep, dark, deep state of sleep. And whenever they get to... Oh, every single one of us, when we go into a light state of sleep, which is usually about six times a night, you wake up every night six times and you just turn over because we know how to put ourselves back to sleep. We just turn around and go back to sleep. Babies wake up and go, what the fuck do I do now? Do you know why? I don't know how to go to sleep because when I went to bed tonight, somebody rocked me, shushed me, fed me, put me on the boob and did all those things. So I don't know how to go to sleep. So you have to give them the opportunity to teach themselves because you can't teach it to them how to fall asleep. And usually it's through crying. Wow. And that's shit. But my chat was crying all the time anyway because she was fucking knackered. So I thought, what's a few more tears to get her? equally interesting and boring all at the same time. Oh, I know. I actually nearly fell asleep. Like, no. Is that how you do it? You talk to the kids? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just tell them that and they just go to sleep. (laughs) This is the thing. You've got a sleep cycle. The kids are like, oh, fuck you. Yeah. (laughs) And they just, and then uh, Winter went from waking six times a night to sleeping right through the night in about a week. I'm putting herself to sleep. It used to take me an hour and a half to get her to go to sleep every night on the boob and just like fucking white noise and pitch black and fucking transferring her like a ninja under your cot and then creeping out of the room and all that shit. She'd be waking her later. Till she was six months old and I would go, night night, put her on a cot, walk out of the room and she'd be all, and she'd just go to sleep herself. That's It's completely different though because it was a lockdown you had her, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then I suppose everything's heightened then. Like, But what I'm saying is you can teach you. You can let them teach themselves to fall asleep, and then it's an as- a skill they'll have forever. Imagine being turning this forty tomorrow, and not knowing how to fall asleep. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Loads of forty-year-olds still need rock to sleep with their man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know, like loads of people wouldn't do sleep training with their kids because they're like, oh, it's, it's hard. Cruel, but... and it's hard because you're listening to them cry. But yeah. the way I thought, like Winter cried all the time, anyway, and I was like, well, she's already crying all the fucking time. Yeah. If I could just let her cry for like another week, she'll not be crying as much because she'll be well slept. See, whereas I was just a lazy bitch and co-slept with Drew. That's not lazy, that's brilliant for them. Because sleep was just, great for yeah, babies. And it just meant that I got to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. That is, that's, that's a great solution sometimes. For me, it didn't work because I was breastfeeding uh-huh. and she would have just been like, well, now I'm going to stay attached to this till tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It just wasn't going to work. It was, wasn't going to work at all. Anyway, there we go. That's no, no. that's how you teach your kids to fucking sleep. <laughs> that just knock them out. <laughs> well, the cowpaw works. Cowpaw. Yeah. Or back in the day with the whiskey on the dummy. Like, when did that ever get I'm I used to give us a thing called dozol. That's now illegal. Amazing. Of course. Listen to the word dozol. <laughs> That's like, class. Surely you should, like, but like, even the sound of it, let's make your babies dozy. And there was that cream as well that's illegal now as well that the women used to put on their nipples to numb your nipples when you were breastfeeding. But there was something in it that was making the kids just go like that as well. And I was like, uh, I mean, those two side effects sound brilliant. brilliant. <laughs> numb, numb nips and a sleeping baby. They used to have it passed around the doors and all. Just really that cream, just the cream for the tits. Go, go, go. Oh my, do you know what they used to do too before like people had babies was line them up like a fucking Magdalene laundry style and get them to get toothbrushes out and brush their nips so they'd harden them. So they'd brush all, the baby's nips? Nope. <laughs> Does anyone need to go near the baby's nips? What are they doing for anybody? What the fuck? What the fuck? What was that? I was so fucking... 
Das ist so wie alle, Jay. Nein! Das ist Livestreaming, oh fuck. Did you brush your nipples? So that just so you can oh, start getting... Oh, the baby's had something to latch on to, was that? No, it's just so you can get used to them being sore. Right. Wow. Oh, did you think it was for traction? <laughs> Rock them up. Did you think it was for traction? Yeah, I didn't know. I, was, I at least didn't think it was the fucking baby. Like when you file nipples. your nails before you get the gels on to get wee bits of skin up to give them I, more traction. That's it. More traction. <laughs> that's it. That's what you want. To rough them up. Yeah. I'm going down to Maggie's for a cup of tea. All right, Maggie, love. Start roughing it up. Do you your grand friend a bib job and you all, all want some more traction? That's it. More traction. Give <laughs> me like sandpaper nips and then we're ready to go. <laughs> um, oh. Paul, so when, when did you start doing all your online characters? Uh, during lockdown. Oh, really? Yeah, it was just like, but on the off chance, it on like a wee video, like a wee, it was like 45 seconds catch and it like. Do you remember your first one? Yeah. Who was it? It was the big girl. Yeah. The big girl. It's got, like, it went a wee bit viral. It's got, like, 1.5 million views. Class. A wee bit viral. <laughs> but no, everything goes viral Class. on TikTok. Um, but so red. <laughs> <laughs> She's went viral too. Um, no, that dirt. So, and then people seemed to really like it, so I continued on with it. Lockdown was the best thing to happen to my career. Mm. Do you know what? So many people have found that. Not really? myself, personally, but... <laughs> that's a big laugh. Yeah, because you... I suppose people were looking for just that online, online content. Online entertainment, like, yeah. And if you were smart enough to capitalise on it, which you obviously yeah. were, and make the content, mm-hmm. then it was... It, 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 it leads to things oh, then. Oh, it really did. Shows. And lucky enough, people still wanted to see it. Yeah. On stage, and not just on their phones. Yeah. So, it was good. I started following you during lockdown. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. Knew, but you didn't know her. I knew him. Uh, no, <laughs> I had my fucking claws in with attraction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. It was the best that I built. I loved it. Like, so the big girl started it off all on TikTok, and then I started posting, like, every day, but then that ran out very quickly. It does. It's mm. That's a... That's a ho- do you know what they say now, you know, like... Like do load do the social media thing. You're supposed to post like three, four times a day. Yeah, I'll do that. Hey, that's the time. Has time. I, like I ended up doing a, a course on social media. Did Just you? yeah, I'm terrible with social media, and like people were really like demanding more things, and I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I really you couldn't. No, you couldn't deliver. No, I understand. So then the Belfast Mayor happened. Thank God yeah. it happened. Like because how did that happen? So that's written by Tom, Tom. Rowtree Finley and Thomas McCorry. Yeah. So they already had that on stage with another... That's right. Per, like they had another Fine. person doing Sadie. Oh, really? Yeah, it was another drag queen called Tina Legs Tantrum. So she Do was... Do you remember d- Tina Legs? No. Oh, Tina Legs is a big deal. Is she? I'm going to Shit. Joking. No, so she was doing it. She's taking over from Miss Ducky Vicky. <laughs> she's actually yeah, is always over in Grand Canaria. No. That's our next show, Stucky Vicky. Stucky Vicky. No, she in Grand Canaria just on holiday, or is she? Oh doing no, she goes over there and works. Just bulbs. Yeah, she does the bulbs over in Grand Canaria. <laughs> <laughs> surprise. Every country needs one. Yeah. Every country does. I know we're missing a trick in Belfast. Yeah. yeah. That'll, be, that'll be my next show after Handy. Dirt bulbs. After you give birth. <laughs> dirt bulbs. Dirt bulbs. Don't know, after I give birth, I could do fucking do a IKEA <laughs> and have all, all the bulbs up there. Don't know, it'd be like a reptile fireplace. <laughs> Um, so I think Legs Tantrum did it first. Yes, yeah, so she was the first person that done it, and then she. Is there a big, big rivalry now? No, no, she. It was like amicable. Like she couldn't go ahead and do the show. Okay. So they had seen I was doing the character that big girl on yeah. TikTok, and they reached out for me to audition 
for shading and then I auditioned for it in Tom's back garden. This was during lockdown, but it was I've whenever auditions. Well, I know it's, it's so awkward, like. <laughs> but it was during lockdown, but it was whenever pe- like two people were allowed in your house. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So then I auditioned for it and they gave me. Up. So when you turned up, did you have to leave the big girl outside? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> all the multiple personalities. <laughs> just Imagine that's how it in. worked. You came in, you all me and the big girls here, so someone's gonna have to leave. <laughs> Me and Beth Asma, you bring them both in. Were you auditioning for a live show? Yes, For the play? Li- yeah, yeah, yeah. For the play. So I got it and then we were doing the run for it, but it was eventually in the Davenish. Yeah. I like the day, the night before the first show. Remember the sack, was it the second lockdown? Yeah, the second lockdown happened, so it was uh. cancelled. But then it was back again and it's been really successful. Like we've done like theatre tour and all last year and I we're doing that. the theatre tour this year. You're doing the Belfast Ma again? Yeah, yeah. Well, outside of the Tenerife 2? No, that, that, that uh, is the In the Tenerife, Tenerife 2, yeah. yeah. So where's it all going? Because I, I saw that you will be... Where are you using June? The Mac? Yeah, the Mac, Theatre de Mel, Coleraine. I don't know the name Carnegie of the theatres. Carnegie Hall. What's that? <laughs> 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 Not Arnold? here. <laughs> <laughs> It's up the West End. No, Mount Trevor. <laughs> Mount Trevor. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. That shopping centre in Derry. No, quick happens. Sorry. Happen. So, right. That starts off in the Balmoral Hotel. Yeah, oh yes, we're in the Balmoral Hotel. Then we're in the Europa. Mm-hmm. And Stormont. Stormont. Everglades. How come she's starting so early, Rachel's? We open in two weeks, two oh, and a half weeks. Oh, yeah. in the Balmoral. Jesus, the month. I didn't think it was. Ah, okay. It's 2023. Isn't you right June? Oh, well, no, there's we're like running a, the March, then the wee break. Oh, and then back on June. Yeah. But do you know, it was like, see, doing it in the Balmoral because they all be, it's full of Pesci Millies, which I'm in the element about. But see, because it's I've a never. Pesci Millie? A Pesci Millie. <laughs> oh, Pesci Millie. <laughs> I know what they are. I've got Pesci Millies. I was like, I don't know these guys. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> Sitting there pregnant. No, it's but, like Becky's cousins. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Pesci, you need to get pregnant. <laughs> oh, isn't it? No. You're right, doing okay. it wrong. I'm right, okay. So I've never been pregnant. Oh, really? So, do you know, I did a show in the Balmoral years ago, like a. And it was, it was Pesci Wellies. Pesci Wellies everywhere. But no, because I've never done acting before. This is all new to me. So I'd never done theatre shows. Yeah. So like doing it in the Balmoral where the crowd aren't as tamed and it's, they're like shouting back to you. because You was, enjoyed that? I, I loved it. Yeah. But see, whenever I went to the theatres and done the theatres, I was like, I fucking hate this. Because it was a one-woman show, do you know And they were interact. They thought they were the other person, so they were shouting up at me, their response. So, like, it got to the point where I was like, this isn't fucking TV, I can hear you. Because they were all patient shouting, but they love it, so... So, are you saying you preferred the theatre? Yeah, I loved the theatre. It was a better, just a really I better experience. A lot, a lot of the time, too, like, it depends on what shows you go into, but a lot of the time, like, you find, like, the, the theatre audiences are, so, like, so respectful and so quiet and don't, yeah. like, you know, do yeah. well. But then if it's like a if it's a comedy play or a one person show, I think they do just go, Well, we're in it too, aren't we? And yeah. they'll just shout stuff out. Do you remember heckle? us doing the Real Housewives? Yeah. I remember the first night literally like going, Am I am I the fucking funniest person in the world? Like <laughs> anything you did, they were They were Wah! pissing themselves laughing. I think security guards in the opera house. Remember at the front because yeah. they kept trying to re- Climb the stage. So, like, so this is we did a show called The Housewives in Northern Ireland like five oh, years ago maybe yeah. or whatever. And it was Lisa Harker voted who had written all the Maggie Muff Fifty Shades of yes. Red, White and Blue shows. So she built this really strong following of an audience who would yeah. come to all her shows and they were rowdy as fuck like on a full night out like having a great time but like really rowdy. And the, the, I, the, the, whenever we did um, Bridesmaids and they were like 
we don't know if it's going to be the same sort of audience because it's the same sort of commercial girls yeah. night out show but the, the the audiences weren't as weren't as mad he was like I because with the the other shows like with these harker shows we just shut the doors and let them do whatever the fuck they want <laughs> stay on the other side of the door yeah. because they, they just go wild sure Caroline Kearns is, I think she, I think I'm almost certain she told me that she's seen people riding in the box in the opera house Brilliant. during the show like Brilliant. she looked up at the box that's 80 quid a box well, for 80 quid, you need You need the box. You get in the box. <laughs> and but, but, they were funny. hanging over the box riding. Funny Maybe that. they thought it said 80 quid for the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, fuck me. And no, nobody was doing anything about it either. It was just because they've just shut Get the door. ready, yeah. yeah. It was just happening. Everyone was all, I guess pre- this is normal. Was riding know. happening in the upper house. But that was my first experience of that type of audience. Yeah. So you'd done the stage shows and stuff and Panto where you have variety kits and all the rest of it. But that one I never forget going, what the yeah. fuck? This so, is meta. But if you do adult Panto... Like the rowdy audiences are not kids on fruit shoots, they're adults on Buckfast. <laughs> and it's completely different. And they try kids and climb on, on the stage and all. Like they're fully want because also those adult pantos are, well, there's only really the GBL one, yeah. but they're like in in the waterfront. They're quite interactive. So like you get the actors get the some audience members up and take the piss out of them mm. or like have a bit of crack with them on stage. But then when that person goes, somebody else is all like, My turn. And they just like <laughs> try and get up on the stage, taking selfies and all and they're ju- it's it, it's mad. It is absolutely. So you have to really be a certain sort of person to. But there's some, there's some wonderful yeah. about that as well, isn't there? Oh, because no nights the same. Yeah. No two nights are the same. Absolutely, you're constantly on it as an actor, going right. What the fuck are we going to do? Here? This is yeah. great. I love it. Yeah. Well, see, I come from like obviously being a drag queen. Yeah. That's my background, so I know how to sort of handle, handle the hecklers. Yeah. yeah. Like especially ones that are shouting back. No. Know how to tame them in a way. Yeah, because yeah. that's why. Because because Maddie Cavan does the panto in, um, the waterfront. In the waterfront, and he has he's a drag queen background too. And he's perfect for because he can't tame the audience too. Do you know? Yeah. And even Jared McCabe, who isn't a drag queen background but has loads of panto experience, yeah, is fucking brilliant as a dame because he can also. He can just shit a luck to the audience. Yeah, and they, they it's all, definitely all a skill behave. in itself, isn't it? Yeah. Being able to. You went and seen this, didn't you, the Belfast Fair? You're one at Christmas. Yeah, I'm like they all fall. They're all fucking mental. Crazy. Because it's not normal theatre goers. It's people who are like they're they're following that show rather than what's on in the theatre this Christmas and we'll go see a show. They're specifically looking for the Belfast Man, and then they go to that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I hope someday to build an audience at (laughs) Hallians. Someday. No, that is full of Pushy Milly Mas. I love her. <laughs> should be your best. next character, Pushy Milly Mas. What's the big girl is? That's like a yeah. tongue twist. You can say that fast. Pushy Milly Mas. Pushy Milly Mas. Kind of my accent. <laughs> you didn't say it probably. Pushy Milly Mas. Fuck up. Don't tell me what I am and what I'm not. Shout out to Quick words after Pushy Milly Mas. Fuck up right now. Pushy Milly Mas. Fuck up right now. Going from um, Romeo and Juliet. To Bell, like the Tenerife two, yeah. Belfast Mass, Eddie Divine character, like that. I know Eddie Divine's Teresa Divine. Teresa Divine. That's a fuck. That's a, a other end of the spectrum, isn't yeah. it? Really Do is you know what I mean? What would Shakespeare have to say about it? Shakespeare would love it. <laughs> he would love it. He would have loved it. Yeah. No, I love she. I, I mean, the different. Yeah, it's completely polar opposite, which is yeah. class. You know. We have a uh, room in Juliet with Jill and Gillian Lennox making us look fucking class and all those costumes. I've never felt nicer on stage in my life. They are class. Coming in and I'm going to me, 
So you can you wear a garish orange swimming suit with this fucking thing? And I'm like, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, oh, she was great, though. Like, she came in and had the character straight away. So then you have to build the character. And oh, now great. she's had her own wee lines. And it's just... Tom's raging. But they're brilliant. Uh, they're brilliant. Just like, that's what I'm saying. Our type of banter yeah. works for this show. Yeah. So, like, the lines are getting added in. It's brilliant. Like. I think with this sort of, like, with these type of shows as well that are just, like... Full of gag, the gag rate's high and it's full of jokes and it's for comedy. Like, yeah. that's the shows I want to make. I'm not trying to change the world. I just want people to have a good night out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, like, don't try and find any meaning. No. There isn't any. <laughs> We're just here to have don't a good night me. out. Yeah. Go home, don't think about it again. That's, yeah. that's what I want. I'm not trying to get any deep thoughts. Um, exactly. But those shows evolve every night because things get yeah. added in. Because I was recently rewriting, I don't know if I'm... I think I can. But Bridesmaids of Northern Ireland, we've just sold to Bridesmaids of Britain and it's doing a 15-week tour from this July with oh, three amazing. English actresses. That's brilliant. Um, so it goes out for like whatever whatever amount of months, 15 weeks is, and, uh, which is really exciting and it's like great casting, whatever else. Um, but as I was rewriting that, I saw, oh, there's loads of stuff that isn't in this that we did on the stage because it evolves mm-hmm. so much night after night. You know, when you don't be precious about it, you just be like, there's a funny line somebody said. Stick it in. Yeah. Don't tell anyone they thought of it. Yeah. And just put it yeah. in the next draft. <laughs> but see the way, like it's going over to Britain, do you have to change any of the... All of it. Really? I had to rewrite it entirely. Oh, but, right. but all the isms just in yeah. Bridesmaids of Northern Ireland, um, Frank Mitchell heavily oh. featured um, so you just as like, to like torso of the month sort of guy. And then I now have like Dermot O'Leary. Do you know what I mean? Like I just re, Frank you know, Richard. Daniel Donald was in a bit, and instead it's now, why call your man Richard Ricker Ricky? Oh, Cliff Richard. <laughs> oh, I reckon I call him Ricky. Yeah, it's going to say how can you get a Daniel O'Donnell comparison? Cliff Richard. So Frank Mitchell was torso of the week. Well, he was like he was he was yeah. My man did he know him. about that? Yeah. He'd be fucking delighted yeah, about yeah. it. You know the podcast? Oh, was yeah. I? He said he couldn't come to actually see Bridesmaids, but we saw him standing outside after <laughs> No, he definitely knew. But um, yeah, so what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is those shows evolve and you can't really be precious yeah. about it. You have to be able to be happy to just add whatever stuff in as it goes along. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Um, do you write as well? Like I know you do your characters online, but no. have you written any shows yet? No. It feels like a natural progression, the next thing, doesn't it? Um. Well, I don't think I'd be able to. Like, I just... I'm still not able to. Oh, really? <laughs> but you've had a successful one. Dude, I've had more than one. Oh, well, a successful well, one. Uh, no. But... <laughs> <laughs> so you've done Bridesmaids. What else have you wrote? Well, I write the Opera House, uh, the Pantos for the... Oh, do you? For the Waterfront as well. Oh, do you? And then I wrote a Christmas show for, yeah, co-wrote with Sean. He writes the jokes and I just type them. <laughs> Spell check. <laughs> no, I don't think I would have it in me to write a false show like. No. No. I'm just I'm just really well I think I'm quick with it, but I wouldn't be able to write down a show or I've no education. <laughs> <laughs> I have an MB. I have an MBE. That is the most blanket statement I have ever heard. I have no <laughs> just education on anything. I have an MBQ and suck on my lap. <laughs> oh my god! No, I actually did, have it. Did you I actually go to Belfast Met? What? Did you go to Belfast Met? Yeah, for dancing. No, I'm. Yeah. Were you in the same building I was in Tower Street? 
Yeah. For dancing? Yeah. Was that, is that, <laughs> I did a module. <laughs> That's what we learned. Is that interpretive dance? Yeah. Okay. And did you know, we have a mutual friend, Ruth Curran. Yeah. Who was in a comedy sketch group with me. Yeah, we, uh, do you not remember, like I basically lived in Diola's house for like three weeks. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You were never there though. Well, I had things to be doing, Paul. Well, well, she you was on Bread's Next Top Model. She was on Bread's Next Top Model at that For time. half an hour. <laughs> Hi, you was got... filling me in the way down the road about your pancake. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> Sorry. Can we rewind? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you were in Dubai. I, like, she flew you over to Dubai and stuff. <laughs> Did you not say that on the programme? That you had pancake tits? Oh, I might have, but everybody had pancake tits. We were all three stone each. Hold on. Hold on a second. I, I told Paul, her. Paul, did you? She just saw you'd bring it up. I told her, oh, you want to say her? No, on the way down. She was talking about her wee pancake. That's all. No one could understand a word she was saying. She was like, oh. <laughs> I need you to rewatch that. No. Are you making it up? Oh, <laughs> just so she, just in case it was brought up and she could pretend that she's watching. Would like, oh, you remember the time you said you'd be That's so cruel. He was setting you up with something that was pure bullshit so you could pretend that you've seen it. It's actually more cruel to you. I don't fuck you, Paul. Do you know, like, have you watched it, though? Like, have you been able to your face and it's fucking priceless when they're doing, like, the deliberation? She's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> like, I, I had a real, I had a real stick of more. No, I don't know. No, do you know what? Because obviously, like, um, everyone there was just, like, Really, really eager for the for the modeling contract, and I. Was she like, wants. They were going. She doesn't want to be a model. She wants to be an actress. Yeah. You want a curry chip? Do you want as well? Badly. Not in Dubai, but you know what? As well, they're cheeky bitches because whenever you not the other contestants, but you know whenever like the producers, they know what to do. If you've ever if you ever do reality TV, like this is what they do. They'd be like, so in an interview, I'm standing there going. So it was like the second or third photo shoot, and everyone I had been sat on my hip, and I was all that's very unflattering. I want to be like. Standing, stretch my limbs, and I was all like, I just don't want to be sat on the ground again. Like we were doing a beach for shit as all. I just don't want to be sitting me down in the sand again. I mean, immediate like edit cut to me on the ground. All <laughs> they sat me on the ground again, and I was like, "These are bastards. You just know what you know what you're doing." Do you know what I mean? Like, so basically, the moral of the story is: don't believe all the reality TV stuff. It's not true. <laughs> And did you know they were all bullshitters back then, even at your age? Like, how old were you, 12? 22. <laughs> 22? I was like 21 or something, maybe I, I wasn't that young. That's very old for a model. So it's 40. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> 40's very old for an actress, yeah. Rosie. <laughs> Fuck you. She said that without even thinking about it. I she did because she's a witch. Yeah. No, 22 years. Yeah, it's too old for a model. Yeah. The cut-off age is 23 for... Britain's like a top model. Is it? Yeah, 23 is the cut off age. I just, just skimmed the boat there. Like, they were like, <laughs> let her in, but only for comedy. She, she can be the funny one. But you did look a bit Not sad. She, she can be the funny one. Shit. <laughs> Take that away. Nobody can fucking understand her. In fairness. <laughs> With subtitles. There actually is subtitles when you talk. I know there is. <laughs> I know there is. It's so rude. It's I so fucking rude. <laughs> But necessary. <laughs> yeah, but, but, but also... <laughs> what do you want them to do? There's one point she starts crying because someone got put out. She's like, I don't even know her. Do you know... Were you, were you practicing your acting start. during it? No, I, 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 there is a bit where I'm... I don't even know her. <laughs> <laughs> and she sad and roared. I don't even know her. <laughs> That's right. You really swam the foot off. <laughs> 
And it's such a bad shit. The cue back, she's sitting up in herself to make herself cry. Punching herself in the arch. Do you know even, like, when it, like uh, the producer of the Blame Game rang me before Christmas and he was like, we're editing a clip here for a show. Because they have to do, somebody has to do the subtitles in the BBC as well. And he literally played a clip down the phone to me and he goes what are you saying because it, it gets a laugh and he goes so I have to keep it in the show because it's funny but we don't know what you're saying to subtitle it and he played it to me eight times on the phone that's all I'm not going to lie Jackie I don't fucking notion but they're laughing so let's just keep it in there right dot 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 I have no idea what I'm saying I would have wrote that joke before I went on still don't know. you should have played it to Sean surely he'd be the one that knows what you're saying he'd make something up it would make a deck of us both. He'd get me cancelled. He'd use it as an opportunity yes. to get me cancelled. Yes. He'd love that. And he'd have his moment. He'd destroy my wife. Yeah. Um, Paul, do you ever remember when moment? Um, yes. I Celebrity Big Brother in 2017. Which one was that? With, with Tiffany Pollard. Best Gemma Collins. Episode of it's, TV ever. Like that whole David's, David's dead. dead. Yeah. So the fact that David Guest is his name, is yeah. that? They used to go with Liza Minnelli, was lying in bed, rather were cold. <laughs> so usually production doesn't let them sleep during the day, but because he was sick, they let him Don't let them sleep. sleep during the day. They no. don't, because it's reality it's TV, so they boring. want them awake 24-7. So David Bowie, his ex-wife, ex David Bowie's ex-wife was in the show. Oh. David Bowie doesn't have an ex-wife. He was married to her right until he died. Well, David no. Bowie's wife. No, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> what do you call her? <laughs> she was on Saturday, my brother. Danny, looking it up. What Just because I said she said all this on the TV. <laughs> what do you call her? What do you call her? Um, Jack. No. No. Angie. Angie. Big ah, Angie. I know, right? Yeah. Okay, I get you. So now. Angie they was on. They were my like as long as I was on Tamar. <laughs> Like half an hour. Like that whole episode was hilarious. So David Guest is lying in bed. We're cold. Angie's and big brother, but David Bo David Bowie's died outside. Oh, yes. So she be told inside, so she's having a whole nightmare. And Tiffany Pollard is who's called New York. She's like a an American reality Ca TV yeah, yeah. star. So she, Angie goes up to Tiffany and goes to her, you can't say a word. But David's, David's dead. dead. So Tiffany Pollard, being a American and knowing what reality TV is, because she's been doing it for 20 years, collapses on the floor, does four tumbles, gets up in the crab's bend, <laughs> literally makes this whole scene going, no, no, like a spoiler. Loses her shit. <laughs> so she's David's dead. David's dead. David's dead. And Angie's going, would you fuck up? Yeah. And then, so the she's like, like, oh, like it's honest that she's the biggest David boy fan in the world and she's traumatised. David's dead. David's fucking dead. But <laughs> she, we all think it's because she's like a massive David Bowie fan. Plan. But she thinks David in the next bedroom has just <laughs> died of the cold in his bed. The cold in his bed. <laughs> so she goes in and David, they're all pulling the quilts off David. David's standing there like a, a sardine. Like <laughs> hey, he's hey, he's he, he was the colour play though. Yes, he did. Like, but he was funny. It was all the fucking time, brilliant it? editing from Channel 5 because it would cut David. <laughs> he, he was lying there like a wee dead man in his bed and it was brilliant. Cause she she went all glass windows and Big Brother. <clears throat> So she's looking through, she's going, you fucking ass, dead. Look at him. <laughs> so he's she, dead. after this happens, Tiffany Pollard, Angie's about 70, and Tiffany Pollard's like 30, she's going to knock Angie's belly, and Angie's sipping her two pigtails in her hair. <laughs> That's right. 
three pigtails in her hair and a wee like grey baby doll dress. You, like it was just so But bizarre. you know what bothered me about that is Angie never bothered her hip to just clarify <laughs> ever. She never watched age when oh sorry here I am talking about my ex-husband David Bowie and David Guest and he's absolutely fine. That one sentence would have clarified that but she just kept walking around going oh I don't know what to do anymore. Oh I am so confused. And that was it. And then traumatised. The woman was traumatised. <laughs> she was shocked. She's a stupid bitch. Like that whole series. <laughs> that whole series. Was it remember when like Tiffany Pollard in the Jamma Collins? Brilliant. Have you ever seen that? Where she's in the diary room and they asked Tiffany, so what would you like to say to Jamma Collins? Is she the one from The Only Way Essex? Yes. Yeah, but I don't know whether to say this. The GC? Go yeah, she goes, I would let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt. <laughs> Have you never seen this? No. She's sitting in the, uh, like, can I show you on YouTube after she this? I it is after absolutely it. hilarious. Like I think I do. Remember that? I think I do. Remember ripping the shit up? But that, the, I think that's the show that made Gemma Collins the GC. 100%. Yeah. And like they showed that on TV. I've let Gemma know that she is a fat cunt. And she said those shoes were designer. They are all matron type of shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Whole rant. And then they were like, so what would you say? Do you know Scotty Tate from Geordie Shore? Yeah. What would you say if he was to come back into the house? She would go, I would, she went, I would welcome him with open arms, open legs, and an open mouth. <laughs> like that whole, Tiffany Pollard in that whole series. She is was brilliant. Iconic. <clears throat> oh, I need because, to go back and watch Because she knows, she knows reality TV. She's fantastic. But I also think Gemma Collins is the, our best export. Oh, I love her. She's fucking phenomenal. That's the that's a series where she's she was like a, a cup of tea is everything, babes. <laughs> yeah, the, the hair's fucking frazzled. Yeah, that's where all her sound bites come from. Is like that one series. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. Yes, that's right. I'm done playing games. Fuck you, Sama. Um, that David's Dead's the best episode of TV of it. Of I am gonna have to go back and watch. Which is such again. a shame because many people put a lot of effort into writing good TV, <laughs> and that is the best thing that has ever been aired, ever, ever. And Michael Jackson's brother and all was in it that stage oh, as yes, well. What so like, do you mean? Like it's like what Jermaine? Think it all the, yes, Jermaine. I was Jermaine. Oh, look at wee child. Yeah. He's, like, he's still the wee boy from the Jackson. I know, five. but think of the trauma. Like they had Jermaine. all those big stars that year, and then they had fucking Chris Maloney. Who's he? Exactly. <laughs> from, do you remember Chris Maloney from X Factor? He lived with his granny. Oh, I loved him. Oh, come on. He no. looked like the head from Art Attack. <laughs> He'd give me anxiety. I don't even know who you're fucking talking about. Exactly. You're going to have to show oh. me later. Chris Maloney, yeah. It was nice. Did you love him? He well, like somebody I, I went to he, college was all, he was a nice guy, wasn't he? No, he was an up. What was he? Oh, yeah. And he was pretending he was straight and all. Oh, come on. He wore black eyeliner. <laughs> Are you saying straight man can't wear black eyeliner? Oh, no, I know. It's 2023. This was in 20 something, 12 or something. Oh, back when you could you could wear eyeliner yeah. if you were straight. Oh, fuck's sake. That was granny. Did you ever see the episode of um, Big Brother years ago where your girl, I can't remember her name, but she was going with a guy and she kept calling him chicken. Do you remember? And he was hiding from her behind the door. She was like a real, she was like a fucking prowler and he was just like a sweet skinny wee thing and he, I think he was like a wee virgin. And then the, yes. he was hiding behind the door in her one time and she opened the door looking for him and then when it, she couldn't see him and she walked away and the door closed and then Saturday Night Fever came on and he was all like Yes, that's like season two or something. Yeah. I remember snippets from the really, really early ones. Do you remember there was like maybe the second one ever there was the Irish guy that was going out with the girl? 
and they stayed together for this. I'm really bad yes. at explaining stories. But what I remember from it was her sitting in the garden with a tweezer plucking her, her bikini hair. Uh, she plucked her armpits too. Yeah. She plucked do her armpits too. I Here. remember going. Did you try to do that afterwards? Yeah, I did. So did I. <laughs> it's not. It's nope. Not, nope. <laughs> doing that anymore. Like, Won't be doing that. Also, she was doing it as if it was just casual. I was like, well, that's not going to hurt. Fuck! She must be doing that in between waxing. There's no way you'd be there all day taking all the hairs out. I don't know what you're like down there. (laughs) Well, (laughs) tweezers not gonna do it anyway. Fucking team of tweezers. Right. You may get that sorted before you go and get barf. No, they don't mind. But do also do you remember McCosey? McCosey. Do you remember McCosey? She thought she she was was pregnant. Oh, that was. She wanked some fella in the pool. (laughs) No, she dummy bucked him. She dummy rubbed him. him. Rubbed him in the pool. Dummy booked him, and gotcha. Then, <laughs> and then Sir King as well, she was given oh, non-alcoholic wine and, and decided to put up her... Was her wine non-alcoholic? Yes, non-alcoholic, that that's why it was so funny. Oh, so she was pretending to yes, be Yes, and, and she put a bottle of wine up her vanilla. Oh, or she learned that from Sticky Vicky. See? Yes, she's going the wrong way. <laughs> Sticky Vicky's taking shit out. She needs to put it up first you know, <laughs> to get it. That's how it works. Um, what do you remember by moment, Rosie? This was really hard for me because I have a really shit memory. Long-term memory with everything. It's the age. Oh my God, you are horrible. Can I just fucking leave now because I've had enough? <laughs> but one of my favourite things ever was when John Travolta mispronounced um, Adina Menzel's name at the Oscars. What did he pronounce it as? He went, and now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, singing for us from the Oscar nominated Frozen, the wickedly talented one and only Adela Medusa. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I think it was Adela Dezim. Adela Dezim. And I was like, that's fucking genius. That is absolutely brilliant. And he has built it up the whole time. He's talking about Frozen had just been Oscar nominated, and she's the one and only. Blah. Adela Dazim. You remember that? That's, I don't remember that at oh, all. Fuck, I'm remember we were in the eyes of the National Comedy Awards there last week and Saoirse Monica Jackson from Derry Girls won Best Comedy Performance. And I'm about to now fuck it up because what do you call the actress who... You know her, don't you? No? She's from Two Doors Down. She's, and she's a Scottish actress. She's Two Doors Down. And she announced her name and she's all... And the winner is, and she was all, Susie Z, Susie Z, Monica Jackson. Like fucking Scorsese, Zorro, Susie Z, Monica Jackson. And everyone online was raging. But Just say, that's incredible. Like, John Travolta looks like he's having an annual. I know, that I know, that's funny. Adela Dezim. <laughs> like, she's one of the biggest fucking singing sensations in the world. Like, how could you not ask someone before you went on? You're on the fucking Oscars, man. I wonder, could I find this clip or will it just take me too long to find it? But there is a clip of, do you remember your girl, Josie, who was on Big Brother? Yes. Who yes. went on to do loads of a sitting? This morning. Is she like, what do you call what? it? What do you call where she's from? Wales. Like West Country or something. Isn't she? Cornish or something, isn't she? Cornwall. What was that? Don't that there. Is she from India? What's her name, Josie what? She's from Devis. She's from Devis. Josie what? Josie. It'll help me find her because there's a clip of her on like some TV show. Josie Gibson. Yes. Yeah, that's it. And it's fucking hilarious. She's so she and gets she's on like Jimmy Carr or something. I don't know. And she has to pretend that she's an inanimate object. So people have to guess what she is. So they have to ask questions. Then she has to what like the drama game where you used to like phrase the song begin with P. Yeah. So basically, she's like a microwave, and then she has to like show what she is. And they keep asking. Baby brain. 
they keep asking her questions and she's just all yeah but I don't yeah, guys I think I, I just I, basically I just I, fuck I don't know what's, what's going on guys <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing and it's the funniest thing in fairness I understood you more doing that than your <laughs> own <laughs> you know, <relax. laughs> I can't find it right now she have to take me for too long um, but yeah that's like I fucking I think Greg Brother should and it's coming back it is oh yes it's gone and they actually sent me an email asking me but I auditioned oh really <gasps> yeah. did they would yeah. you not, would you? No, I've always wanted to do Big Brother, but see, now I know I wouldn't be able to do reality TV. Be class, I wouldn't be it? able to do it. Why? Why? I don't know. I don't think. Would you miss your ma? No, I, I just, I'm. Like, <laughs> I, that was I am a Sarbeck bastard, though. Like, no, you're I, not. Re- I know I really am, Rosie. Oh, you know yeah. me, Therese. <laughs> Wait. Really? You think you'd be too sorry to be on it? So yeah. you think if you went on oh, it, they wouldn't be see the real you? I think you'd be hilarious on it. I could not be, I'm not joking. No, I don't think I could do it. Jinky, you could do it, Rosie. Yeah, would it be a break? Yeah. From the kids. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I sleep during the day. There's a cut off No, I don't think I could do it. No. Maybe no. back in the, maybe when I was, you know, back in my youth. Yeah. The cut off age is 39. The cut off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Fuck. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Would you do it? No. I think I would have loved to have done something like that when I was about I 20. I don't need yeah. to do it now. But, and even and like, and the proper ex- social experiment one. Do you, know you see people go in a certain person, three weeks in, they've lost all sense of who they are. Yeah. They're crying constantly. They're having Great. full arguments. They've lost the chalk due to the chalkboard shopping and it's the worst ever. And they come out the other end, a new person with a fitness DVD. Yeah. That's what I would have wanted. Yeah. That's made a me. But not now. I think because we live in a world where everyone's trying to get dead famous for fuck all. Yeah. That I would have I would have zero tolerance it's, for those sorts of people. It's so possible now as well. Like people are getting famous for, for no none. reason at all. Yeah. yeah. So if I was on a show, people who were like, I just wanna uh, but like I want to get yeah, like yeah. I I wouldn't and then I would and I wouldn't come out well the other end. No. It wouldn't be good. No, because mostly those type of people are going on for the fame. They're not yeah. going on thinking, oh, I can benefit from this, from the day get other work. Yeah. Because it's not, I, you know, I always s- say the best example of a contestant to ever come from a reality TV show is Craig the fucking builder. Because he came out of that show. And oh, yes, wow. he did have fame afterwards. But with his skill. He did TV what shows. What was he about, on? 60 he was Big Brother as well, was he? Uh, Craig's building. But was he Big Brother? I, but he was he there. He the was season. the first season. But he came out and he did shows that were about his skill about set his, and yeah. not about fuck all. So that's that's he 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 done it well. Uh, what then, about Love Island? Would you go on it? No. Don't Do believe you watch in, it? Don't believe in love. <laughs> <laughs> She's set no, the cutoff of that is definitely about twenty four. <laughs> the cutoff of that, no, I don't watch it. But you know what? I used to be somebody who would be like, oh, judge like the whole Love Island thing. Whereas yeah. now I'd be like, actually, people need something to watch that just they just tune out to. Yeah. Do you know it's just like entertainment? Aye. I feel really bad for a lot of people who are on it who come out and they're like so famous. It's like really ridiculously hard to ha- navigate and handle and they're so young. But I don't think, I would do like, I'd love to do something like The Jungle. See, yeah. I, would, I think that's no, brilliant. Because I would get my 26-year-old figure back. Because <laughs> <laughs> you just wouldn't eat. Just be on rice. No, oh, I would love to do something like that because I feel like that would be like a real challenge, something really different. Do you know what I mean? Tell you what I would want to do. I, a comedian, a, a guy who's a comedian who's with my agency is doing Dancing on Ice at the minute. That looks like a lot of work. No. no that dancing would be amazing. And ice think skating. So. Aye, but dancing on ice, you want your 26-year-old figure back, do you want to? Aye, but I don't have to do much for it. Dancing. I'd rather just, <laughs> you'd rather just, just not eat. Race. I'd rather just start myself but like than the, learn a new skill. I fucking love that. I would do the dancing one, but then why do we need to have ice? But the dancing on ice would scare me because people get in their... Oh, throat no, no. slit I <laughs> think it's arm cut 
throat slap and then they have to go back out and dance. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it's those blades of I used to ice skate loads when I was a wee girl though that was really good fun did you? I like I mean I'm talking about twice like done Donald Ice yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for your birthday <laughs> I did it loads it when I was a child yeah twice figure skating <laughs> but it was real like I was I was determined I was going to be an ice skater after the first really? film yeah uh, that lasted for about a month yeah and then it went on so I didn't know anyone from here who was looking to be an ice skater it's not really something that we I think I just wanted to be different <laughs> yeah well succeed I've succeeded Succe- well succeed well <laughs> success is what I meant to say there <laughs> um so I know you your plug a Belfast mile where can people get tickets oh, not Belfast mile tell me the where can people get tickets? Oh, it's Belfast Mile, Tenerife. <laughs> so you can get them online at www.thebelfastmile.co.uk. <laughs> oh, you have your own website? Yeah. Jesus. Hold on. Um, and social media handles? Um, the Belfast Mile. The Belfast Mile, yeah. At a Slatter? At a Slatter, yeah. What's your social media handles? I don't know. Rosen Count. <laughs> What's my name? <laughs> What's my name? I think it's just my name, babes. Yeah. Rose McLean, 23. And how long does... Very funny. When are we finished up with Romeo and Juliet? On the 5th of March. Okay, so are there tickets still available to see Tickets that? are still available at thelyrictheatre.co.uk. Come and see it. It's a gag. Yes. It's obviously not a gag. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, there's nothing funny about that. Also, can I just tell you, what is the age difference between Romeo and Juliet? In real life? In the actual OG play. In the real play? Yeah. Well, in the real play, they're like 14 and... 17! 14 and 17? Yeah. That's only three years. I had to count. Yeah, but he's like one birthday away from becoming a pedo. Aye, but there's only three. Back then, they got married at 12. They were grand. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I just don't think it's a wee bit dodgy, is it? Oh, it is. But look, how old Shakespeare? Also, I know, well, it was Shakespeare even a man. Um, But also, the whole... I mean... Open a can of worms. <laughs> Put it on social media. But I don't think does Romeo and Juliet not like all happen in like a weekend? And four days. Typical teenage week days. You know what I mean? Four days. The old. Wild. And he's in love with her cousin right up until the moment that he sees her. And I'm like, how do you not know your that your cousin's been fucking Romeo? I know. Do you know it's it's so many holes Shakespeare. So but do you know what? <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Can't tell him now. But it's like it's like um still really relevant. It's like how it is, so I funny know. that that sort of thing, that sort of teenage. Oh, we're fucking mad at each other. Yeah. We're gonna fall in love, and he was fucking my cousin yesterday. But I don't care. We're gonna get married, and yeah. let's let's not end it all with poison. Like that, um, it's like the same story now as it was. Do you not remember like your ago? first wee loves when you were younger? I remember meeting this yeah. guy and being like, I think we should just get married. To which he went, I don't think so. I'm your uncle. I'm your uncle. Oh my god, would your uncle be married to your cousin? No, no, your cousin. You did, you just let yourself drop so quickly. So, it is still really relevant. Although they have them placed, I think their ages in this version of it's in around 20, 22. Yes, for legalities. Well, I. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I could be our granny. Yeah. Well, thirty-nine. Oh my God. She are. There is a girl that I used to go to primary school with, the same age as me, and she's a granny of two. She's from Lurgan. No. Is she from Lurgan? Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you, and know, you what? know what? She looks back and amazing. That's the thing. Would you rather get it all done really, really yeah. young? Because I have friends who had kids when they were like 18, 19, 20. And they're like, oh, it's the best thing now. They have teenagers now. like, And they're like, in a couple of years, I'm back. Yeah. And it's like, that is fun time to, you know what I mean? Because 40 is the new 21. Do you know what I mean? My kids are 10 and 7. 
They're nearly done. They're nearly done. They're rare. Yeah, they're, they're rare. rare. There's nothing they're else they're can do now. No, no, no. Apparently, they're who they're going to be when they're three. I know. Really? That's yeah. it. Their personality is formed by the time they're three. And if my daughter first three months is anything well. to go by, she wants everyone to sit down forever. <laughs> <laughs> sit down now. As soon as you go into your room, she's going to be a teacher. Brilliant. Sit down now. <laughs> That's it. That's all she wants. All of this life is for you to sit down. Or a politician. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down. Listen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, I wish you all the best with your rehearsals. Okay. And I hope that you pack out the shows every single night. Yes. Thank you so much. We will.